Blog Talk Radio. Block Talk Radio Nation. It is Sunday night, and you are tuned into another edition of Upon Further Review. Of course, we are always on Twitter at NewsCommentBTR, or you can find us on our official website at NewsCommentBTR.wix.com forward slash fan page. And as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Katie. What's going on? What's going on, LeVar? Not much over here. Just hot. <laughs> Hot literally or hot in a weather sense? Um, you could go and say both. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I was leading towards, hot and both. So hot plus hot equals more hot. So there we go. It does. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of stuff to cover tonight, uh, among which, uh, of course, uh, some breaking news, which, well, not really breaking, breaking, but, of course, it is uh, at this hour, Unknown uh, tomorrow, it is expected that at 9 a.m. the NCAA will be announcing uh, the sanctions that will be coming across against Penn State. And one of those things, young Katie, is that uh, a lot of people were calling for the death penalty, of course, which happened to SMU back in the 80s. But uh, some people were saying that some of this stuff is going to be unprecedented. It's not going to be the death penalty, but it will be probably some of the most punitive measures ever taken against a uh, Division One college football team. Yeah. And uh, that will, of course, when it does come out tomorrow, should include, according to some sources, uh, with CBS and with ESPN, it's kind of like a de facto death penalty. It will have uh, probably a loss of bowl appearances as well as scholarships. And, of course, if you haven't following the news against all of this today. The statue of Bill Paterno was taken down earlier this morning on the campus of Penn State, put into storage. Uh, In a safe place, they said. Uh, Don't know what they mean by that, but last weekend, I'm not sure if you were listening, but I said, you know, it's one of those things where you can't really erase the history only because of he was there for so long. When you yeah. got somebody that's been for like 50, 60 years, you just can't erase memories like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it was bad probably to keep it outside like that. Probably at this time, the best place probably is in storage or somewhere deep within the bowels of the stadium where players, you know, uh, you know, will be able to see it, but not the general public, which is probably a good thing at this point. Right, right about now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... We will find out more about that tomorrow. And then, of course, tonight that takes us into what, of course, has been going on in this day in sports. Are you a bicycling fan? A bicycling fan. No, I was going to say that isn't one of the sports during the Olympics that I care too much to watch. But I do know (laughs) that the Tour de France is the big deal. Yes, the Tour de France. Bradley Wiggins becoming the first Briton to win it. Uh, Clinches a 75-year drought. 
for the Britons, so they are very happy going into the opening ceremonies for the Olympics next week. Uh, also, uh, I see I don't count really the Team USA uh, basketball game. <laughs> yeah, not yet. It means nothing, you know. Yeah. Uh, of course, they hold off. They held off Argentina today. Uh, and then, of course, one of the big things talked about in the sports world this evening was uh, the British Open, or as they call it, the oh. Open. Ernie, yeah. yeah. Ernie Els beating Adam Scott. Uh, pretty much uh, Tiger Woods fishing in third, but Adam Scott. I was going to say, I don't think Ernie Els really won. I think more like <laughs> Scott choked. That's like, it, it, sadly, he goes into Jean Vandeville territory <laughs> with that choke. I don't, I don't get it. You know, when you're up by that much, even Tiger Woods and his wasn't he up concert, by seven strokes? It was something to that effect. He was up by a lot and, and bogeyed the last hole. Four holes in a row. Yeah, it's like how do you, you just how do you do much, that, you buddy? Nervousness. He yeah, and then as he walked the, up and got all that cheer on that last hole, bent down to putt. And it shanked left. He stood there and soaked in all the applause, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna win." You know what I think happened? You know what I think happened? Though I call it the Tiger Woods curse. I think he looked up at that leaderboard. He saw Tiger was trying to close in, and I think he choked. Yeah. There's no safe to say. There's no way to There's no way to interview him. Is it safe to say, Adam, that you choked? <laughs> Pretty much. It's okay, Adam Scott. I know you want to go out here, but you lost. Yeah. It was Elliot Sattler winning the STP 300 at Chicago. And soccer action, Vancouver beat San Jose 2-1. to one. And now I will go across the baseball scores on this day. You know, I looked across up and down at the uh, scores today. Pretty much, I call this Power Sunday. Because <laughs> you had a few games in which a lot of people were hitting home runs out the ballpark. But I guess as it gets warmer like this, that is to be expected. But um, a lot going on in the world of sports right now. The top of the ninth, the Sunday night game, the Angels are beating Texas 7-3. to I think that's pretty much all about over. Um, also on the list today, Detroit beat the Sox 6-4. to Miguel Cabrera hit his 300 home run. It was the Dodgers beating the Mets 8-3 to in 12 innings. Uh <laughs> You know, for the Mets, who are slumping, four for 19 with runners in scoring position. The Dodgers rallied in the 12th there. Cincinnati beat Milwaukee 2-1. to one. Wilson Valdez drove in the tying run, and he scored the go-ahead run in that game. Poor John Lester will not soon forget what Toronto did to him on this day as Toronto beat Boston <laughs> 15-7. It took two – it took about an hour to play two innings. Toronto scoring 11 runs off of Lester in that game. Pittsburgh on a hot getting their fifth straight win. They beat Miami three to nothing. Andrew McCutcheon making a case for MVP. Two home runs. He's now got an ML best three seventy two batting average. How about that? That's pretty good, I'd say so. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, we talked about that a few weeks ago in Pittsburgh we talked now. About that him. for sure. He was your yeah. only runner. Yeah, and yeah, and they're breathing and they're breathing down the next to Cincinnati. Washington beat Atlanta uh, 9-2. Ryan Zimmerman with two home runs. Uh, your friend, Chipper Jones, not too happy after that game. <laughs> uh, he got plumped. Uh, yeah. 
not too happy at all. And I well, he not only was probably not happy about that, but not happy about having an opportunity to go into Washington and probably make some strides in the division and not even doing that. Uh, in another 12-inning affair, it was Philadelphia over San Francisco 4-3. to John Mayberry Jr. with two home runs. Jimmy Rollins hitting the go-ahead RBI to score in that one. Arizona beat Houston 8-2. to Diamondback sweep Houston. San Diego 3, Colorado 2. It was Baltimore over Cleveland 4-3. to Jim Johnson picking up his MLB best 30th save of the year. That is the fifth win in a row for Baltimore. St. Louis blanked the Cubs 7 0. Lance Wynn winning his 12th game of the year. Minnesota over Kansas City 7 5. How about this? The Twins signed Ryan Dumit uh, to, and in the offseason, they signed him to a $3 million one year contract. Today, he homers from both sides of the plate. <laughs> Seattle. They were just Tampa holding Bay on to him in the, in the back, just to wait, man. Pretty much. Seattle beat Tampa Bay 2 1. And in the game, I held off for last here. How about, you know, Back in the day, you know, they called uh, – didn't they call Washington, D.C. Chocolate City? I think Oakland is now Comeback City. Oakland beat the Yankees 5-4. to four. That is their 11th walk-off win of the year in Oakland. It's a four-game sweep of the Yankees, and they are 14-2 and two in the month of July. So, Somebody's so. coming out. That's good for them. I don't think they're really going to win the division, but – no, 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 they won't. <laughs> and then, of course, today in Cooperstown, that leads us to one of our topics today, uh, which was the Baseball Hall of Fame, Barry Larkin, Ron Sano being inducted. I think the Ford Frick Award winner this year was Tim McCarver, wasn't it? Yeah. The Ford I'm Frick Award. at it right now. Yes. I, I believe it was. But now that brings up an interesting question, my friend, because next year <laughs> – Will be quite the interesting year for first-time eligible inductees. I would agree. That, that list, and I will read it to you, includes the likes of Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Craig Biggio, Kurt Schilling, Sammy Sosa, Mike Piazza, Kenny Lofton, David Wells, Julio Franco, Sean Green, Steve Finley, Roberto Hernandez, Jeff Cirillo, Jose uh, Valentin, Reggie Sanders, Jeff Conan, Jose Mesa, Royce Clayton, Bob Whitman, Ryan Klesko, Aaron Seeley, Woody Williams, Rondell White, Mike Lieberthal, Tony Batista, Mike Stanton, Sandy Alomar Jr., Damian Miller, and Todd Walker. Out of that list, who gets in? Todd Walker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who gets in? Who will have to wait? And who will never get in? Now, you have a vote. Tell us. If I have a vote of who's getting into the Hall of Fame and I only get one person out of this whole group of people, correct? No, I mean, if you had the votes, I mean, you could, I mean, out of that list, if you've got a vote and you're looking at your ballot, if you had to put a few names on there and they said, hey, you know, we're only voting eligible inductees this year, who are you putting? <laughs> Sandy Alomar Jr. That's it? I love him. And wow. I also would vote. Uh, uh, Kurt Schilling. I am in agreement with. You. I'm actually in agreement with. You. Sort of, or like that's exactly who you picked. I think no, that's probably that's pretty much exactly who I picked. I, I had reservations. I really would like to put Craig Biggio in there. 
Well, I do. I love that he started out as a catcher and moved over a second to elongate his career. I love that about Craig Biggio. Yeah. But Home again, run hitting, teeny tiny second baseman. Awesome. Yeah. But, did he play his whole career with the Astros? Yes, I, I believe he did. That's something else I very much enjoy. Of course, I'm not sure if you remember, though, but there's always been some rumors about him as well and what helped prolong his career. I'm not I'm saying sure. it's out. So are the first two or three names you listed towards the front of that line? Oh, you know what? I forgot. Mike Piazza, too. I, would put, yeah, put Mike I, I don't Piazza. care for Mike Piazza, but I'd vote for him. Yeah. He was a man. I didn't care for him. <laughs> well, you know, really, at one point he was a Dodger, so you know. I believe everybody at one point was a Dodger. Yeah. <laughs> but this has got to be a black. This got to be a pretty big problem for baseball. Three yeah. of your pretty much all-time record holders, and especially the all-time home run king, comes up on the ballot for next year. Now, keep in mind, Barry Bonds, you know, in a court of law. Was right, that means the whole lot. Found not guilty. Yeah, was found not guilty. Roger Clemens, not guilty. Yeah, so I know so many people are not going to vote for him. I, I know they won't. And how bad is that for baseball that one of your greatest pitchers, of course, in his era, and one of the greatest hitters in all-time home run team are not first ballot Hall of Famers? I think it's – I think it's – just exactly what they deserve. Maybe they get in. Maybe they do on the very last year, and those two names are still on the list. I don't know. But so, do you hold these guys off? Do you put them in, but put an asterisk there on their, you know? I'm just saying, if what? if there's people that are still going to vote for him, there's still a way they're going to get him in. I'm saying that they don't deserve that first ballot. Everybody says, yes, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Because nobody means that anymore. He ruined the in- They both ruined the integrity of the game. Now we have to even question four of these names on this list because they possibly maybe could have, should have, did it, but didn't know they were doing it, but were found not guilty. They can't blackball them, that's for sure. So that kind of leads to my, my next question here. If you're going to make these guys wait, how much longer do you make Mark McGuire wait? Now, Mark Pete McGuire Rose. actually said, oh, well, Pete Rose is a different story. Yeah, that's, and that's a shame as well. You know, it's like your all-time hits leader, your all-time home run leader will possibly not reach the Hall of Fame maybe in their lifetime. Something you didn't like. <laughs> they broke the rules a little bit. Well, isn't that what's supposed to happen when you break the rules? You get punished. Yeah. And the sad thing is, I look at this list, and I'm even looking, you know, Todd Walker has a greater chance of making the Hall of Fame before these guys. I think he had a stellar, solid career. Yeah, dude. In Colorado, he was at home. Yeah. Kenny Lofton? Yep. Kenny Lofton, solid career. I think Steve Finley had a really good career and a World Series win. Yeah, yeah. Back when the Diamondbacks were purple. 
you know what I'm going to love, though? I'm going to love the 2014 class because among that, you have uh, Moise Salu, you've got uh, Jim Edmonds in that list, you've got Tom Glavin, mm-hmm. you have also Jeff Kent, who will probably make it, Greg Maddox. Greg you've Maddox. Got, uh, Mike Messina, yeah. he's so hot. <laughs> and you've also uh, got Frank Thomas in that one. You got a lot of good no, names. I mean, they even put Steve Traxel on that list. I think he was an add-on. <laughs> yeah, Steve Traxel. <laughs> yeah, Steve Traxel. That's pretty much the add-on there. Uh, and then 2015, you look ahead. Uh, Nomar Gossiapara will be on that list. Uh, Carlos Delgado, Jermaine Dye. Uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, Cliff Bloyd. So, yeah, yeah Ray, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez. You know, those guys are going to be on that Weathers. list. Weathers, didn't he have a no-hitter? Yeah, and don't forget, too, Gary Sheffield and John Smoltz also on that list. So that's going to push those guys back farther, you know? Man. And they only get to take so, two. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what the Baseball Hall of Fame was in this coming January with their ballots when those guys make the list. Uh, maybe in the prospect of future Hall of Famers, but in a different sport, Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin III signed their contracts this week. Now, you will take out the crystal ball and tell me, young lady, who will have the better season, who has to have a good season, and will any of these quarterbacks guide their teams to the playoffs this year? I first and foremost want to say I believe that Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin III are going to have really good seasons. Who do I want to have a better season? I want Andrew Luck to have a better season because I love the Giants. So I don't really need the Redskins to get all that good this year. Uh, Who has to have a good season? I'll go again. Andrew Luck. The whole team is resting on his shoulders. They've been waiting since before last season was even over to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And now, I don't think either of these teams are going to make it to the playoffs this year. Um, Maybe the Redskins go 7-9, maybe. Uh, I just don't see I'm, it. I'm, I'm in sort of agreement with you here. I think Robert Griffin the third will have the better season, only because Washington has the pieces in place to help him out. Indianapolis is kind of starting from the ground up again uh, in regards to some movement of some players. I think he will have the better season. Of course, Andrew Luck has to have a good season because they got rid of Peyton Manning for him. Pretty much, uh, you know, uh, said, hey, you're in charge now. And then, will any of these quarterbacks guide their team to the playoffs this year? I don't think so. I think Robert Griffin the third will come close, but they will fall short in Washington. Yeah. So. I mean, they got to get now, past the Giants and the Cowboys, who are supposed to be better this year. So, yeah. sorry, Washington, not happening. And the Texans I are think, supposed to be good with everybody back for them, so I don't think that Indianapolis will be any good. No. No, they will fall short this year. But I think in the next four to five years, could be a solid team. Could be. Yeah. Let's hope. They spent all this money on people they thought could play football before they did it. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah, Andrew Luck, four years, $22 million. Robert Griffin, the third, four years, 21.1. So, yeah. It's going to be an interesting four years for those two. And coming up this week, speaking of interesting, of course, that four-year spectacle, the Olympics, will take place in London. 
London being the first to host it three times. They hosted 1908, 1948, and then now in 2012, 30th Olympiad will take place between July 27th and 2012. So I want to have a little fun with this this evening, and I wanted to kind of uh, go through what we thought as much as our Olympic knowledge there was, and I came up with five quick questions, and among which both Katie and I will answer is what Olympic sport will be the one to watch, what athlete will walk away being the talk of the games, of course there's always somebody who we talk about afterwards, and then three predictions regarding the games, which summer Olympic sport is underrated and which is overrated, and if we can institute a summer Olympic sport, what would it be? So starting with the first question here, which Olympic sport will be the one to watch? Well, I always watch several of the Olympic things. I don't think it will be much basketball. Everybody knows what's going to happen there. Um, football, no, I don't like soccer. Love sailing, that's always fun to watch. Uh, nobody really cares about gymnastics, so I don't care about gymnastics. I'm going to watch a ton of tennis, swimming, of course, with all the big gold medal controversy, and I'm better than you. So I'm going to watch swimming and diving. I don't care for track and field, but I know that's what people are going to talk about, <clears throat> swimming and running. Really? Yes. Well, they'll probably talk about volleyball because he doesn't want to talk about girls running around in the bathing suit. <laughs> that would be beach volleyball, and that would be Misty May, uh, trainer, and uh, Carrie Walsh, who return. But I actually did say gymnastics this year, and I think only because you have a next generation that does not have the same names that we've had for the last eight to ten years. Yeah, I think that – and that I think, you know, especially for women's gymnastics, there's always talk about them, and, and we always – you know, love them, and I think this year you will probably start to hear a lot, too, about men's gymnastics, which really has not meddled or done much since the Bart Connor-led gymnastics teams in the 80s. Oh, so and the I Japanese think that, people, they keep winning. <laughs> yeah, no. So it will be interesting to see if the U.S. can make some sort of a comeback in both men's and women's gymnastics. I think, you know, let me, of course, be talked about. Yes, you're, you're right. Uh, but I think, too, that people will have an eye on gymnastics. So now I'm going to ask you, which athlete will walk away being the talk of the games? I mean, this sounds pretty crappy, but I really hope it's not Michael Phelps. If I'm going to pick a swimmer, <laughs> I hope it's Ryan Lochte. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's about stuff that I'm not even knowledgeable on. I don't even think that I know all these people for track and field. That's going to be the biggest – that's going to be like a week of the celebration – all of the track and field. Um, I don't, I mean, I I like to watch volleyball and tennis, but I'll watch table tennis. But I'm just not going to be up at all hours of the morning like I've tried to do with tennis and Wimbledon, waking up at 5 in the morning to watch kayaking. I think I'll pass. (laughs) I know, right? I think that the name is a what if, and it depends on what she does. And it's been a big name leading into, but I think that the name to watch that will probably walk away, should she win, should she do well, will probably be Lolo Jones. I think it's such a feel-good story going in. If she is able to accomplish what she could not four years ago, I think you will probably see Lolo on the Wheaties box if she does. Um, Lolo had quite an interesting story. I'm not going to go through the whole entire thing, but pretty much, you know, it went from homelessness to 
you know, trying out for Tracton to, you know, her injury, rehabbing, and then coming back. I think there will be a lot of eyes on Lolo as soon as she does her uh, uh, hurdles uh, in track and field. So I think that will be the name to watch coming, uh, or that will be out of the games there. But now I'm going to ask you to make three predictions with your crystal ball regarding the games and what you think will happen. What I think will happen is I think, I mean, at least I'm hoping that America comes out this year and pulls it together for all the fans, for all the people, and for themselves. There's a lot of people returning that didn't quite hack it four years ago. So I'm really hoping that people who are coming back to redeem themselves will win. I hope America comes away with, of course, more medals than the rest of the world. And I really, really think that it's going to rain a lot in London. Those are my three predictions. I'm I'm going with the safe predictions here. I know that USA basketball, both men's and women's, will dominate I think the yeah. women beat somebody to do by like almost sixty some points. Forty points. Big ridiculous. Um and then I think a small country will medal in something. I don't know what, but it seems to happen every Olympics where someone from some small country that we that we've never heard of medals in something, and I think that we will make gains in gymnastics, especially on the US men's side. I think they are determined to get back to some type of prominence on the big stage. So now I'm going to ask you, because you, yeah, there are 26 sports in the Olympics, 39 different disciplines. Which sport is underrated? Which sport is overrated? Oh, God. Underrated. Badminton. I love <laughs> badminton. It's super awesome to watch. Uh, overrated? Equestrian. Those are horses, not people. I'm going with with underrated. I'm going with uh, a tie here. I'm going with fencing and shooting. I think you've got to have a lot of skill to do those things. Overrated. I'm going with basketball. I'm sorry. But I think we've gotten to a point now where, sadly, they put so much emphasis on it, it gets kind of tiring. And I'll be quick here. Gone from the Olympics that was dropped after 2012, of course, was baseball and softball. The Olympics actually had four, five sports that they considered for this year's games. Uh, rugby sevens, roller sports, golf, squash, and karate. Karate and squash finished in the top two but did not get enough votes. So now I'm going to ask you, if you could institute a summer Olympic sport, what would it be? I think, unfortunately, I would say golf. Ah, bring him back to golf, huh? Yeah, I think that enough people from all parts of the world can play golf together. The rules are all the same. Now, you know, I when I thought about this list, I had a lot on my mind. I had at least four or five. And the first thought was football. I would have loved to have seen that, but I know that you know, other countries would have been squashed. It was Yeah, no. Then another part of me said laser tag or paintball. I do love those. They are not sports. Yeah, it could be a sport. I said go-kart racing, and then I also had MMA fighting. And then I had cornhole or bags, for you folks that like to call it that. But I was along the lines of you. I actually said putt-putt golf. I want to see putt-putt golf. I mean, real, golf. 
No, I want to see Puck Puck Golf. ESPN to show Puck Puck Golf tournaments, I want to see it. If they can have Puck Puck Golf, I want Xbox 360 as an event. (laughs) Uh, One of these days, we will have something along those lines. I think MMA fighting might make it there far before any other I don't care for that. I want to see some countries just, like, go in there and just, like, oh, send their toughest person to your side. Yeah, just pick one before the games. We'll train them. (laughs) There we go. Well, we got about 90 seconds to go. See how quick Sunday nights go. Any quick shout-outs that you have for this week? Shout-outs. Ray and Yoli are coming to town pretty soon here. And by that, everybody listening, that's my mom and dad. They're going to bring my niece out, who is, I believe, gained a little LBs while she's been back home with Grandma and Grandpa. There you go. She's got more so teeth. Quick shout-out. Quick shout-out and safe travels to them. And, you know, I don't have any shout-outs this week. Um, you don't want to holler at anybody, say, like the Brooklyn Nets? No, no, no. No <laughs> holler. Brooklyn Nets. Green Bay. But no, no, no shout-out this week. Um, yeah. We lead lame, miserable lives. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. I did have one, but it would take too long to uh, probably go. And into. now that we've already gotten um, to this point where there's 30 seconds in the show left, you're kind of over it. <laughs> pretty much, I'm over it now. So uh, <laughs> if I got a shout out, I'll say it on one of these shows. We'll tweet it. They know we'll tweet it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it. Of course, you can you can get Katie's shout outs on that Katie Hahn, or you can get mine at News Comet BTR. But uh, the clock on the wall is telling us it's time to go. I've had fun as usual, my friend. And by the time I see you next Sunday night, we will be in full swing of the Olympics, and of course, yeah. baseball always. And what else is going on? So for Katie, I'm Lavar. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night.